Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast with Mel and Bree. I'm Mel. And I'm Bree. And we're two moms on a mission to educate and empower others to take charge of their health by ditching the all or nothing mentality, leading by example, and living life without deprivation. Making improvements to your health doesn't have to be hard. And we want you to have the tools to teach your family that you can be healthy and enjoy life. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I have some really exciting news to share. I can't wait. Yay. Share, share, share. Let's start off with the podcast with a bang. My hair goes into a little ponytail. <gasps> Yay. <laughs> oh, that, that is awesome news. I know. It's the little things, right? Oh, for sure. Oh. Um, I'm sure you discovered that doing your, your home project. Uh, yes. Doing outside um staining which I'm not taking part in that but just being around it and digging and and all the things the hair needed to get off the face and a hat was not cutting it so yeah so what what kind of stain what kind of project are you guys doing oh we are I got a wild hair at my butt a couple weeks ago and I was browsing Pinterest and so Scooter built a pergola years ago and he did a he's just amazing he He can build anything. We were at Lowe's years and years ago, and they had this really pretty pergola out front. And I was like, oh, that's really pretty. And we looked at the price, and he was like, I can do that. (laughs) Oh, okay. So he did for like a third of the cost. Um, Anyway, so the other night, I'm looking on Pinterest. This was like two weeks ago. And I was like, what if we covered it with like clear plexiglass type stuff? That way, we Mm -hmm. still get the sunshine and all that, but it's got a little protection over it. Because we have to keep the patio furniture covered from all the trees and it just gets super dirty and of course he said okay I can do that so (laughs) that's what we're doing very exciting yes yes so is that what you spent your holiday weekend doing was well we did that we started that yesterday and it was more of a chore just getting the lumber and stuff home because it was so long Mm -hmm. um just getting it home was half the battle um and then the day before that we um I got a new functional trainer in the garage it's awesome Um, so we were putting that together Friday and Saturday night so yeah it's just been a weekend of doing all the big projects but it's going well well that's exciting yeah yeah I love doing stuff like that so I do too I just haven't had time for a lot of that lately so I feel ya yeah well since he's done with school now he's got time (laughs) so he's he's wanting to tackle all of the things and I'm letting him yeah and see tj he's now he is very very handy like i can tell him to put something together and he'll figure out because he's a researcher like he'll if there's a project or something he'll research the heck out of it try to figure Mm -hmm. out how to do it um but he does not like to do that kind of stuff Uh. Where, where me i like to do that kind of stuff like for me like painting not like ceilings or baseboards but like walls Mm -hmm. you know we painted every room in our house I love doing that kind of stuff I love like building you know stuff for the house and decorating I'm more of like the I like to make things pretty like yes (laughs) yes I like to decorate things um Mm -hmm. which is I'm super excited because fall it's time to decorate for fall so I'm about to get I can't decide whether I want to do Halloween decorations or if I just oh, want to no. do just fall? Oh, no. I have a very strong opinion on this. Um, okay. Let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> fall is acceptable in September. 
And then you put out the Halloween stuff in with the fall, October 1st through October 31st. It has to come down November 1st, though. Halloween okay. has to be gone and put yeah. away. And yeah. back to fall until it's Christmas. And that's what I need is a couple, like, key pieces that can be both fall yes. and Halloween. Because most of my stuff that's Halloween is pretty specific to Halloween. So I think I just mm-hmm. need to get some, like, that buffalo plaid, the black and white to mm, decorate with. Nice. And, and I've got some, like like fake wheat stems and mm-hmm. and stuff like that so maybe i see a trip to hobby lobby in my near future it's coming. I, I would agree i know and, and i even <laughs> got my toenails painted um dark green because i'm enticing mother nature to arrive with fall <laughs> so i'm doing my part um, but yeah the kids have already we've already been talking about halloween costumes and oh yeah and starting to play what do your girls want to be we are, you know, it's funny. Usually by now, we honestly already have our costumes like here. We are mm-hmm. on it. This year, they're waffling. And one is thinking of a zombie cheerleader. I don't oh. know where the heck that came from. And the other one is looking at being a race car driver. I'm like, what the hell? What is this? <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah. Have no idea. What about yours? So the boys both want to be ninjas. Not like ninja, like full on ninjas. Yeah, that's pretty easy. Right. And we've all so we've always done themes every year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did we did Ghostbusters one year, and then we did Guardians of the Galaxy, and we did Mario Brothers, and then I we did Disney themed characters one year. And so I was thinking maybe I could get away with it mm-hmm. this year. Well. The boys want to be ninjas. Lily wanted to be um, Sheriff Kelly. And I'm like, yeah, because uh-huh. not like pick a more difficult costume because there's not one like that. So I'd actually have to make it as a cat dressed up as a cowgirl. So I'm oh, like, yeah. My <laughs> crap. So I'm like, how about a pony? Like a unicorn or my little pony. <laughs> and so she, she, it was okay with that. And so I'm like, okay, well, mommy, I'll dress up with you and we'll be will be like unicorns or my little ponies and the boys will be ninjas because my husband never he never dresses up. I, I was gonna say I cannot I, I can see TJ just standing behind oh, all yeah. of you shaking his head like you bunch of idiots. What he, are you doing? No, he wears a t shirt. Like whatever theme we're doing, he wears a shirt. Mm-hmm. Like whatever that, whatever that theme is. So I'm like, okay, but I was really hoping they would go for like another theme this year, but I feel like we're going to see a lot of, um, uh, what's the name of the tiger? Um, Oh, the Carol Baskin lady. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think Ti- we're going to, yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of those costumes this year. <laughs> yeah. I told the girls asked what I was going to be. And I said, I think I'm just going to go as a tired mom. I'm going to wear a robe yeah. and slippers and walk around with some vodka. Yeah, you know what? I, I think mean, that's a great idea, and I might do that for like my adult party. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think for Halloween, I'm gonna actually dress up with Lily, so she's not dressed up by herself. But I don't know. We'll see. I yeah. I don't know. It's, we still have time. They'll probably change their mind like five times over. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Actually, I'm the sure. boys usually. Especially Lucas, he, once he puts his mind to something, he's pretty much like, yeah, that's what I want to do. And Liam, the girls have always been like that too. And Liam, he wants to do whatever his brother does. So, well, that makes it easy. Yeah. So, 
Lily's probably the most opinionated one of the three, and she's the youngest. I'm like, oh crap, <laughs> that's not going to get better. Yeah. Just so you know. <laughs> Lucky me. I know, and you know, I'm honest to a fault. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. <laughs> yes. So you know, it's all right. It's all good. It is yeah, it's all fine. good. It's fine. Keep telling myself, yep, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's it going to be fine. It is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, sister. Well. Today, I thought we'd talk about strength training. Awesome. Everybody loves it, right? Yeah. (laughs) No, I know not everybody loves it, which is why I wanted to talk about it. Uh, Because even though someone may not love it, they need to find a way to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. It's just one of those things, you know? And before we get into this, I want to make sure that everybody knows that when, when we say strength training, we're not talking bodybuilding crossfit like rocked up you know she hulk type of strength training nope <laughs> at all no i and, I and i think that's why a lot of people maybe get turned oh, off yeah. they're like i don't want any part of that right for sure um so you know you and i continue to harp on the importance of it and so i just wanted to dig into that a little bit today um and i'm gonna just straight up read the definition of strength training sounds because wonderful what a What a great place to start. So strength training involves the performance of physical exercises, which are designed to improve strength and endurance. It's often associated with the use of weights, but can take a variety of different forms. And those forms can be body weight, bands, Mm -hmm. tubes, um, dumbbells, machine weights, and any other type of modality that you can think of. Um, And when it's performed properly, Strength training can provide significant functional benefits and improve your overall health and well-being, which is what we are all about. It can increase your um, increase your bone. I just lost the word mass density. Mm-hmm. Both. Bone density. Well, <laughs> yeah, bone density. Thank you. <laughs> just escapes me. Um, your muscles, tendons, ligament strength, and toughness. It improves joint function, and also the stronger you are, the less likely likely you are to get injured. Mm-hmm. Um, Amen to that. Right. And, uh, okay, so we already said bone density. Increased metabolism, which, hello, we need to increase our metabolism if we want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and then just increased overall well-being, I guess. And, obviously, it improves your cardiac function. Um, so, I wanted to talk about the bone density for a second before I dig into the other things because – particularly for women as we age, we lose our bone density faster than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a fact of life. There's only so much you can do about it. Uh, but strength training can, it's not that it will totally stop it, but it will greatly negate the negative effects of aging. So the more that you can strength train, and again, that can just be body weight or band exercises, especially for the advanced age population. That's a great modality of training for them. Um, I have a couple advanced age clients, so they're not way advanced age, but older than, than my normal market. Right. And we don't really do much outside of body weight exercises and functional movements, such as standing up and sitting down properly, pulling themselves up, um, pushing off of a wall, maybe pushing things up over uh, just a very light tube up overhead. 
um, just very functional ranges of motion and movement patterns that will help them move better as they continue to age. And the other reason why we do this is think about the little old lady that falls down and breaks her hip. What happens to her most of the time or him? She, they are on the floor. <laughs> so, well, yes. <laughs> you picture like the life alert commercial yeah, in your head. Exactly I'm falling and I can't get up. I, I know. thinking of. Yeah. The thing is, is a, a lot of people are going to fall. I mean, we all trip and fall over things anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but when this happens and our bone density is greatly diminished, mm-hmm. our chances for a full recovery are not very good. Mm-hmm. And that's where you see so many, you know, grandparents and things that they, you hear, oh, they fell down and they broke their hip and they never, they never recover from that. No. Right? And at, when they're at that age too, surgery is really risky. Right. And so a lot of, I mean, I don't want to scare people, but there's a number of people that do elderly that do pass away from their, it's just their bodies can't handle the surgery. Right. Right. So just doing these simple strength training movements, whether it be with body weight or bands or even light dumbbells, if they're able, um, is going to greatly improve their overall well-being. It's going to help lessen that, that bone density loss. Um, and it's also really, really good for improving balance and posture, which will help with falls, mm-hmm. right? Um, the other wonderful benefits to strength training, it's a great stress reliever. Can lower your blood pressure, blood pressure, blah, blah, blah. Promise I haven't been drinking today. Mm-hmm. Um, it improves your sleep, your energy levels, your moods. Um, and, and that's one thing that I don't think a lot of people realize that comes along with strength training mm-hmm. is we just think, oh, muscle. Well, I don't want to build any muscle. I don't need, you know, I don't want to look jacked or anything like that. It's not about that. It's about all the other benefits that you don't see on the outside. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Strength training also, like we mentioned in the very beginning is imperative for fat loss. Mm -hmm. You've, you've got to increase your muscles, your, your muscles, your muscle mass, (laughs) um, because that is going to turn into more calorie burn. Does that make sense? Yeah. We should just get more muscles. (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna pack the muscles on it's all fine um yeah so does that make sense Uh uh-huh okay do you have anything you want to add into that because i know you i'm when for me for strength training i'm all about the functional movements like i mentioned with my older clients and then you know i'm a weights girl through and through that's Uh just what i enjoy that's what works for me. Obviously I do what works best for my clients. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know you come at it from, from a Pilates side of things. So I would love to hear your commentary on that. Yeah. I mean with me, so I focus a lot on posture and going through the full range. Like we nail down form. I, I mean, I do strength training with my clients, but I don't necessarily, I rarely ever start with weights. Um, because a lot of my clients just don't have the ability to do the, the proper, the can hold the proper posture through the range of motion without the Mm -hmm. weights. If you Mm -hmm. cannot execute an exercise properly with weights, then you should be doing it without the weights. 
until Agreed. you can nail down that form because otherwise you're training muscles incorrectly and you could still get injured. Uh, you can actually, I mean, you're far more likely oh, yeah. to get injured doing it incorrectly than if you weren't doing it at all. Um, yeah. And, and I want to interject super quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope I don't throw you off your no. train of thought, but because you come at things very differently than I do. And I have the corrective exercise background. And of course I don't like you, if somebody mm-hmm. cannot do an exercise, will we figure out why and, and address right. that? Um, but neither of our, our approaches are wrong. No. Right. Um, I, I feel like it kind of sounded like, oh, well, you come at it this way and I do no. weights and one, it's not that one's better than the other. It's, it's about finding what is best for our client. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's also what we feel most comfortable and confident in the way we execute mm-hmm. too, like the ways that we've learned, um, you know, we have different approaches. Doesn't mean that, you know, like, okay, math, you might, there's several ways to solve certain math problems. You come at it with one approach and I come at it with another approach. We still end up with the same results. Our, our end goal is the same. Yeah. Exactly. We just, yeah. we just attack it differently. But one thing that we both do, and, and I feel like any good trainer would do is while we have different like styles, if you will, because you can, you can form or sculpt a beautiful body with hundreds of different modalities of exercise, whether that's ballet or football or CrossFit or basketball or, you know, track, um, yoga. There's, there's so many different ways to get a healthy looking great body. Right. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they all encompass proper form, balance, posture, and strength training mm-hmm. I- with some cardio. I 100% agree. Carry on. Sorry. No, but, um, well, I think uh, going back to kind of what you said earlier, um, about now I'm trying to remember exactly how you worded it, but you have to went strength training. It doesn't necessarily show on the outside. It's also what it does for you inside, but you just like, you know, we've talked about in the past about weight loss. You can't make it about the aesthetics. You have to make it actually about your health. You have to look at it from that standpoint um, because then you're going to get fixated on, on the physical. How do I, let me see. Let me reword this for a second. You need to focus <laughs> on the overall well-being versus the actual appearance right um and that's something to you you, when I'm working with my clients we focus on not the physical like oh I mean it's awesome when you see like they're doing you know tricep dips or they're doing um overhead um extensions or something and you see that like tricep muscle bulging Mm -hmm. out and you're like oh my gosh I see I see the definition in those muscles and that is so Mm -hmm. exciting but Mm -hmm. at the same time I'm like wow you know you're doing that with so much better form like you Mm -hmm. you know you couldn't um you know keep your uh shoulders over your wrist and doing that um that lift or you know that push-up or um you couldn't keep your back flat or you're you know, letting your hips sag or whatever it is. So recognizing form is huge. And I, oh, yeah. I don't think people 
think about it that way. All they think about is like, I want to get muscles. I want to, and I get it. It's again, it goes back to aesthetics, Mm -hmm. but um, there's so many more benefits to strength training than just how you look. Um, One of the other things, um, and I don't know if you're going to mention this or not, um, but arthritis, it can actually help reduce Mm. arthritis, you know, by strengthening the muscles, we're able to cushion, protect those joints, um, you know, during certain like impact activities. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that strength training is huge for that. And you touched on a couple of times about uh, doing it with proper form, right? Mm-hmm. And you and I are both sticklers in that, regardless of whether it's Pilates or weight training or, or your um, fit camps that you do. Uh, and, and I can't harp on this one enough because I see so many doing, even Camp Gladiator, mm-hmm. I'm going to call them out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they're a fantastic company. I have a dear friend that went through the training. It is no joke. They are legit, mm-hmm. wonderful company. Um, but just like with anything, not all trainers are, um, created equal. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Thank you. We have one in our neighborhood and it kills me to watch them. Cause I'm like, are you not paying attention to your people at all? Um, having, having someone that is, you know, 250 pounds jumping up and down and then going down to the ground to do a burpee yeah. is one of the yeah. dumbest things I've ever seen. Um, whether they can do it or not is besides the point. They don't need the impact on the joints, but anyway, um, proper form. You can sculpt a beautiful body strength training and have really shitty form. Mm-hmm. The problem is if you don't have the proper form, you are reinforcing poor movement patterns. You are reinforcing that crappy posture or not being able to retract your shoulder blades or, you know, not getting your, letting your hips sag in a plank or, you know, things like that. Um, So it's really, really important that if you are going to start in the strength training world, if you will, um, start with body weight and nail that form. Mm -hmm. You have got to get control of your own body. And what I've noticed lately with, with my clients, new ones that are coming in, the body awareness is so lacking. Oh yes, for sure. I mean, it, it legitimately blows me away sometimes. And it just shows how, if you don't use it, you lose it. You can get it back, which is amazing. Um, So it's really important that you don't go from couch potato to a vigorous weight training routine (laughs) or CrossFit, right? Start, start with your body. You've got to get control of your body. Otherwise, when you get under that bar barbell or under those weights, your forms are likely going to go to shit. Oh, for sure. And it's important to incorporate stretching um, Mm -hmm. into that, into whatever you're doing, because those muscles are going to get tight and you need to give them some release. But talking about um, what you were just saying a second ago about body awareness. So me, I've been in this industry since, oh, 2004. And I worked out before that. Um, I, you know, I've learned body awareness. Like I am very in tune with my body. Like I, but, um, it takes time. It does take time. It does take time. And some, you, somebody that's new, isn't you tell them, okay, contract your abdominal muscles. They're going to look at you like, what the heck are you talking about? And I don't even know how, how do I do that? Right. Um, 
So, you know, in those instances, because even if you look up exercises online, like you can look up exercise programs and I'll tell you, okay, you know, um, here, do 20 crunches or do a hundred of this or that, but you could do it. You just, to do it right, you have to know all the muscles to engage. And it's a lot, especially in the beginning, um, somebody that's new to fitness, even when you go to a class and an instructor's leading and they're like, okay, you know, um, let me see. I'm trying to think of, okay. Basic abdominal crunch. All right. Lie down on your back. Keep your um, pelvic bones, you know, basically parallel to the ceiling. Um, pull your belly button in towards your spine. Pull your shoulders back. Keep your head in alignment with your spine as you raise up. Raise your shoulder blades up off the mat. Um, don't, you know, push your chin down into your chest. So many things to remember, like, mm-hmm. of how to properly exercise an abdominal crunch. Mm-hmm. You know, don't pull on your head. Um, so for new people, that can be a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And it takes time. Like you finally get some of the cues down and then you are able to get some of those later on. So body awareness is huge. Um, and eventually you start getting used to the feel. Like you, I mean, I automatically, in every single exercise I do, I always contract my abdominal muscles. Mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. single one because um, it helps you to engage the other muscles that you're working right and it helps to keep your your stance your core strong um but going sorry one of the things I wanted to mention was okay so I work out I stretch but there's gonna be times where you can do all of the things but you're noticing that something's off or doesn't feel right like for me, I was noticing that I couldn't quite get down right into my squats. And I was noticing that when I did, you know, a shoulder press, that one side was coming up a little bit higher than the other. And mm. that where my, my clavicles were a little off and I was stretching, I was doing all the things. At that point, it were, I needed to go in to see the chiropractor and I needed to be mm-hmm. adjusted. And that's something yep. that had I not been aware of my body, it may not have thought about. Um, there's going to be things that you do that you may not be able to relieve on your own. Right. To where you go see a specialist. Sorry. I I wanted to throw that in because it's just something I feel like is so important to be mindful of, but um, absolutely. And, and that comes with, with time and just listening mm -hmm. to your body. It reminds me of that meme. Um, it's like, Oh, I'm exhausted. I'm running on empty. I'm, I'm falling asleep at my desk and, me and it's like a conversation with yourself right and Mm-mm. it says me oh i just need another double espresso yeah. and the body's screaming like no you just need water and sleep you mm-hmm. idiot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, funny. but but we get so good at not listening to what our body tells us and we've done it for so long that we just think that's the way it's supposed to be mm-hmm. right so if you have a really good trainer, somebody you can trust. And maybe a trainer is not in your budget. I completely understand that. Maybe you find one just for a session or two or one to give you a thorough assessment or, you know, one or two sessions to teach you just basic form on some things before you, you launch into this. Otherwise you're just going to set yourself up for 
potential injuries and setbacks that Mm -hmm. you could otherwise avoid if you took the time to learn how to do it properly. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Oh, you know, and one other thing you brought up abs and it made me think of this. I've had people over the years. Well, what do you do for abs? I'm like, well, nothing really. Um, because I'm properly engaged when I'm doing all my major lifts and everything. I don't really, I mean, every now and again, I'll do a little ab work, but otherwise I, I don't have like an ab session or it, I just don't because the, those crunches and all those, you know, fancy little things that you see on Instagram and all that, unless you are completely shredded and you're trying to bring, bring out, make those muscles pop, there's really no point. A lot of that stuff is just for aesthetics anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're working out properly and your core is engaged, it's, it's working. Yeah. Does and, that make sense? Oh yeah, for sure. And a lot of, a lot of the, I mean, I really, we do do some abdominal work, but not much in my classes because we do a lot of core work, like a lot mm-hmm. of planks, a lot of, um, like bird dogs and, Oh, well, that's more oh yeah. He likes- okay, let me yeah, let me let me rephrase that. I, I do the bird dogs and the floor marching and all that stuff. I'm talking about the aesthetically right. driven, right? The abs. that type yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but you can uh, you can get a really good abdominal workout from doing you know like crossbody mountain climbers are really good mm-hmm. for the obliques. Um, doing things like um reverse like a reverse crunch or flutter kicks or um uh what's another one dead bug like that's a really good core yep. um so yep. it's not necessarily just a basic crunch now core strengthening is very important to incorporate but just like i when people say that they dedicate like 20 minutes to the abs I'm like why like yeah unless unless you're like getting ready for a show and you need that fine tooth comb detail like why again it goes with your your goal like what what are your goals like what is your primary goal but 20 minutes on a core workout yes absolutely like I usually will do um because remember your core is everything basically from your breastbone down to your pelvic area, front and back. That's a lot of muscles right. in there. And that front and back. Yes. Yes. And that's <laughs> what incorporates uh or that's where, where all your movement stems from. Absolutely. And and that's what in training your core properly, not abs, core. Yes. Uh, that's what holds all your guts in. Yeah. And the more you can train your core to make it nice and strong to where everything it holds everything in and you work on your posture so you're you have that just everything's tall and tight and pulled in the way it should be that. And you know, a lot of people don't work on their abs, work on their abs, especially women, but they neglect their back. You always mm-hmm. want to work the opposing muscles. Like always, like if you're going to work, if you're going to work your biceps, you need to work your triceps, not necessarily in the same time, but like, you know, you want to have an even amount, you work your ab muscles, you want to work your back muscles. Like it, it's balanced. Remember, <laughs> like yes, everything's yes. all about balance. So a lot of people work their abs really hard, but they'll neglect their back muscles, and then they're wondering why they're having, you know, 
back issues or where they're having Mm -hmm. tightness or, um, you know, they're getting injured a lot, you know, still, even though they're doing all these exercises. So perfect example of not being balanced. You know, those, uh, it's usually seen a lot in males and they're walking around and they have that rounded forward shoulder, but mm-hmm. they're like rocked up, right? Mm-hmm. It's because all they train is chest. They don't train their back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they don't stretch that area. Exactly. Either. They're not opening up. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and same goes for the ladies. Ladies, I can't stand working my chest mm-hmm. and I won't get into why, but I just, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I never have. However, I still do it because you want symmetry. You want balance. You can't train one area and not the other. It all works together. So don't skip anything. Yeah. And that's where the postural deviations can come in and it can cause a whole new slew of problems. So it's really important that when you're, you know, devising a workout plan that it is very well balanced. Yes. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, um, strength training is even important for runners, for our yes. cardio loving peeps. It's a wonderful compliment. It can help with your endurance, uh, speed and recovery time. And, you know, adding in more muscle is going to help you lose more fat for all those people who just want to jump on a bike or just go run and think they're going to lose all their weight. Yeah, you're, you are going to lose weight, but you're also going to lose muscle and you're going to have sagging skin. <laughs> And it's not the fastest way to lose fat. Yeah. Um, and so one thing I do want to touch on is, okay, I am a big advocate for you need to find a workout that you enjoy doing, like to not force yourself to do something that you don't enjoy. But when it comes to strength training, because a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like strength training. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, it's like, it's like water. Okay. You may not like water, but it's something you need to survive. Now, do you mm-hmm. need strength training to survive? No, but <laughs> honestly, like to go without, you're only doing more harm than good. Yes. It's one of those things that you should, you know, do you like going to work every day? I mean, do you, are you like, yes, we both enjoy what we do, but do you, do you like getting up at, you know, 6 a.m. every morning um, and having to, you know, instead of going on vacation or instead, you know, you do it because it's something that you need to do. Right. You know, to pay the bills or, you know, you do it because you do it because you enjoy it, but it's something you need to do. So strength training is the same way. It's something that you should be incorporating. Now you don't have to do it on hours on end, day in and day out, you know, start small, like we've talked about in the past where you're just, maybe doing it twice a week, 30 minutes or start out with once a week. And then you can move from there. Um, but it's something that you, sh- it should be part of your routine. Amen. So that's all I had to add. <laughs> I love that. Well, end on that. That was awesome advice. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you for all your great tips. Likewise. Likewise. All right, sister. All right. Check check you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. We'd love to have your feedback and have you subscribe to our podcast. To connect with us, feel free to look us up on Facebook at Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree, or you can find Mel on Instagram 
at Mel Hammonds or Bree at Hope Faith Get Fit. Until next time.